Is Lamb Research stock ticker LRCX a possible buy now? We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Lamb Research. You'll want to stay till the end when we give our rating to the business. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Lamb Research for your stock portfolio. This analysis is going to be intense but worth it. Before we get into these valuable metrics, how has Lamb Research stock performed? Right now, Lamb Research trades for $626.77 per share. The company trades $100 below their 52-week high. They're up $327 from their 52-week low. There's some short interest with 2.5% of their shares sold short. Lamb Research is a huge company. They have nearly an $83 billion market cap. Year-to-date, Lamb Research is beating the socks off of the market. They're up 51%, while the S&P 500 is up just 12%. In the last decade, Lamb Research is one of the top performing stocks. They're compounding at 29% annually. Other semiconductor stocks in this time are also among the top performers. Going back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 years, Lamb Research has compounded at 19% annually. Since 2014, they've really been beating the market. Right now, Lamb pays a 1.14% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield over this time is added to the returns in their stock. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Lamb Research? Lamb Research manufactures equipment used to fabricate semiconductors. The firm is focused on the etch, deposition, and clean markets, which are key steps in the semiconductor manufacturing process, especially for 3D NAND flash storage, advanced DRAM, and leading-edge logic and foundry chip makers. Lamb's flagship Keo, Vector, and Sabre products are sold in all major geographies to key customers such as Samsung, Micron, Intel, SK Hynix, and Taiwan Semiconductor. The company was incorporated in 1980 and is headquartered in Fremont, California. With that background, now let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A typical business earns 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Lamb has increased their returns over this time. Their lowest returns in this period were at 24% in 2020. In their most recent fiscal year, they earned 39% returns on capital. When these are averaged out, Lamb earns 35.5% returns in a given year. That's five times better than average. This is a huge check on our first metric. Metric number two, we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. This metric's all or nothing. These all need to be up. We'll also include their numbers up until today. In this time, Lamb has grown their revenues by 80%. Their earnings have more than doubled, and their free cash flows are up 63%. This is strong growth across the board to support their high returns on capital. It's another check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth. This looks at Lamb from the view of an individual shareholder. We learned their earnings, aka their net incomes, have more than doubled in our last metric. At the same time, Lamb's bought back 11% of their shares outstanding. This increases the ownership percentage for existing shareholders in the business without them having to spend a dime. Almost as if Lamb is making a partial acquisition of itself. It'll depend on what valuations these buybacks were taking place at. Thankfully, we're using two different methods to estimate Lamb's fair value later in our analysis. So stick around for those to see if this created value or not for shareholders. Either way, with more earnings and fewer shares, their earnings per share have grown. This is another check on metric number three. Lamb's perfect to start. 
Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth. A similar situation here. Their free cash flows have grown by 63%. With 11% share buybacks, their free cash flows per share are up even faster than this. Another check here on metric number four means we're still perfect through four metrics. Can Lamb keep this hot streak going? We'll find out right after we cover our bonus. Right now, Lamb pays a 1.14% dividend yield, but is that supported by their free cash flows? That's what we're looking for as our bonus metric. In this time, Lamb has grown their dividends per share in all of the last five years until today. They've also grown their free cash flows per share and their earnings per share over this time as well. In the last five years, they've easily supported their dividends using their free cash flows. They maintain a modest dividend payout ratio that even as these have grown, their dividend payout ratio is smaller today than it was in 2019. Lamb supports their dividends through and through. This is exactly what we're looking for. It's a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go bankrupt. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. Lamb ended their fiscal 2023 with $125 million in cash left over on their balance sheet. It's great to see they have a cash position here. In the last five years, they've generated $15.3 billion of free cash flow, including $4.7 billion in their last year alone. That's huge free cash flow coming in with this cash position. Their balance sheet seems to be in strong financial shape. It's a check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics, let's find out if Lamb Research has what it takes to go six for six and be a perfect select six stock. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Lamb Research's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we'll use their free cash flows to estimate a fair value for Lamb Research. Right now, they have an $83 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Lamb Research similar to it being a private company. In the last five years, we learned they generated $15.3 billion of free cash flow. This means they generate just over $3 billion in an average year. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 3.7% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield, right about in line with the yield from the 10-year treasury. On a current basis, Lamb Research produced $4.7 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their $83 billion enterprise value, we get a 5.6% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. That's coming in above the risk premium we're looking for. However, their average and their current yields are split on either side of that risk premium. Free cash flows can be lumpy, which is why we're using their average here. Even though this is in line with the yield from the 10-year treasury, it's down from our risk premium. This means coming in all the way on metric number six. This is our first and only X of the day for Lamb. Don't just throw the business out. We're not finished. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and talk about our rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that, in my opinion, is the main reason to analyze Lamb Research. This takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. Lamb Research has been a highly predictable business in its past. We're starting with an average of their last three fiscal years worth of free cash flow, then taking historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the business. If we assume they grow their average free cash flows at 12% annually for the next 10 years, 
Then in the following decade, if these grow at 6% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, from today's valuation multiples, if these are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Lamb Research's fair value per share is around $390. While this is down $236 from their current stock price, it's actually $91 above their 52-week lows. It's well within the range of where they've traded in the last year. Keep some key points in mind. Lamb has been highly predictable in their past. That's not a guarantee for the future. Semiconductors are a cyclical industry, and as a key semiconductor manufacturing supplier, Lamb Research is subject to that same cyclicality. Some of the top performing stocks in the last decade have been semiconductors because this has been a pretty good time for the industry. In the last decade, Lamb's traded for a median of 19 times earnings. Right now, that's right around where they're trading at. They've traded for a median of 17 times free cash flow. Right now, they're trading at 17 and a half times, so they're in line with historical multiples. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our rating to Lamb Research. But we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but their qualitative factors may be even more important. What are they? Let's look at a long thesis first. Number one, Lamb is a dominant supplier in the dry etch and deposition markets and counts major chip makers such as Samsung Electronics and Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing as customers. Number two, Lamb has achieved share gains in recent years due to its strong equipment offerings in etch and deposition, combined with the 3D NAND and multi-patterning inflections that require more of those particular tools. Number three, demand is strong for advanced etch and deposition tools because they help chip makers continue down the path prescribed by Moore's Law. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negative factors of their business as well. Let's look at a short thesis for Lamb. Number one, Lamb faces competition from Applied Materials and Tokyo Electronic and would lose market share should it lose its technological edge to either firm. Number two, as we mentioned, the firm operates in the cyclical semiconductor equipment industry. Number three, the rise of EUV lithography has the potential to curb growth in the multiple patterning opportunity that has greatly benefited Lamb in recent years. Those are some balance factors around Lamb's business. Now let's talk about our rating. We've learned through analyzing Lamb Research, stock ticker LRCX, the company goes five for six on our analysis, including checking our bonus. They have a lot of the signs of being a wonderful business, including high returns on capital, good growth, share buybacks, minimal debt, and lots of free cash flow. Right now, their average free cash flow is about in line with the yield from the 10-year treasury. On a current basis, it looks like it's above a risk premium we'd be looking for. Lamb may or may not be attractive based on that. It's more about your particular investment goals. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, from today's valuation multiples, if they're the same 20 years into the future, you believe those assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate for Lamb's fair value per share is around $390. That's more than $90 above their 52-week lows. It's comfortably within where they've traded at, even if it's below today's stock price. When we look at all the factors of our analysis, Lamb looks like a great candidate for more research. If you enjoyed learning about Lamb research, like the video and subscribe to the channel for more.